If you thought this suppression was going to stop with Twitter and social media giving the boot to President Donald Trump and other folks on the right, you would be sadly mistaken. As Jack Dorsey said himself, this is going to go on long after the inauguration ceremony. Democrats and their highly motivated propagandists and media are trying to milk this moment for all it's worth to stomp on any communication in any form that dares to espouse anything other than their prescribed political narrative. They are now coming for media organizations on the right, and they will do it by going after any advertisers or companies associated with the media outlet, mainly by turning their rabid dogs of social media on them. Let's check this out, for example. The fact that people have a choice is bad. Alex Stamos, a former chief security officer at Facebook, tells Brian Stelter. He suggests that leeway they've given people with a broad range of political views is not good. They've given. Wow, I don't know what else to say other than someone needs his ass kicked. Then this jackass suggests that big tech needs to deal with Newsmax and OAN the same way they deal with ISIS. They need to turn down the capability of conservatives to influence people. You know, folks, I have a feeling someone or some group, and soon, is going to break away with either a totally new social media site or existing site completely freeing themselves from the chains of Silicon Valley. Let's take a quick commercial break to pay some bills, and after, we'll watch a clip of these low-IQ communists discussing such idiocies. Information crisis that has been perpetuated, in my view, by platforms like the one where used to work, Facebook, as well as Twitter and others. It's really hard because what's happening is people are able to seek out the information that makes them feel good. Yeah. That is what's happening is that you know, people have so much choice now. They can choose what their news sources are. They can choose what influencers they want to follow. Um, and, and they can try to seal out anything that helps them question that. And that, I think that gets to a, a really core issue uh, with how our freedoms as Americans and, and the way we have treated press freedom in, in the past is being abused by these actors, um, in that we have given a lot of leeway, uh, both in the traditional media and on social media, to people to have a very broad range of political views. And it is now in the great economic interest of those individuals to become more and more radical. And I think that one of the places you can see this is on the, the fact that you now have competitors to Fox News on their right, OANN yes. and Newsmax, which are carried by all the major cable networks. Um, who are trying to now outflank Fox on the right because the moment Fox introduced any kind of realism into their reporting, immediately a bunch of people chose to put themselves into a sealed ecosystem. And they can do that both on cable, they can do it online. Um, and that becomes a, a huge challenge of figuring out how do you bring those people back into the mainstream of fact-based reporting and try to get us all back into the, the same consensual reality. And can you, is that possible? Seems like that's an open question. It's hard. I mean, I think we gotta do a couple things. One, there needs to be a, a, an intentional work by the social media companies collaborating together to work on violent extremism in the same way they worked on ISIS. I was, when I started at Facebook in 2015, the number one challenge from a content perspective was the abuse of social media by the Islamic State. Um, and there was a, a collaboration between the tech companies and between the tech companies and law enforcement to make it impossible for them to use the internet to recruit and radicalize young, mostly young Muslim men at the time around the world. Now we're talking about domestic audience in the United States. And the challenge is going to be partially that, you know, ISIS 
did not have a domestic constituency in the United States Congress. But there is over half of the Republicans in Congress voted to overturn the election. Um, and there will be a continual political pressure on the, yeah. the companies to not take it seriously. So I think first, you mm. have to focus on those violent extremists, and those companies have to be brave in that way. And second, we have to turn down the capability of these conservative influencers to reach these huge audiences. There are, are people on YouTube, for example, that have a larger, a larger audience than daytime CNN. And they are extremely radical and pushing extremely uh, radical views. And so it's up to the Facebooks and YouTubes in particular to think about whether or not they want to be effectively cable networks for disinformation. And then we're going to have to figure out the OANN and Newsmax problem. You know, that these companies have freedom of speech, but I'm not sure yes. we need Verizon, AT&T, Comcast and such to be bringing them into tens of millions of homes. Um, I, I, this is, you know, allowing people to seek out information if they really want to, but not pushing it into their faces, I think is where we're gonna have to go here. Hmm. Alex and Chris, thank you both for, for looking ahead with us. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Now, for those of you not familiar with the author of this next tweet, he's kind of a low calorie version of little Bri Bri, meaning every bit is stupid, just not quite as fat. Oliver Darcy tweeted out, quote, we are going to have to figure out the OAM and Newsmax problem. These companies have freedom of speech, but I'm not sure we need Verizon, AT&T, Comcast, and such bringing them into tens of millions of homes. You see, the likes of CNN and other far-left media outlets don't even attempt to distance themselves from Stamos and his comments. They embrace them. Here's Darcy once again furthering my argument on why we need to politically segregate ourselves on social media and probably everywhere else in our day-to-day. -day. Quote, just a reminder that neither Verizon, AT&T, nor Comcast have answered any questions about why they beam channels like OAN and Newsmax into millions of homes. Do they have any second thoughts about distributing these channels given their election denialism content? They won't say. Now I get that they want to knock out any competition because, if we're honest, right-wing media has been beating the hell out of CNN for years. Has anyone at Newsmax or OAN incited violence? Of course not. This is about demonizing your competitor to remove them from the political scene and then control the narrative. Meanwhile, has CNN answered for why they put John Sullivan, you remember him, the misguided middle-class Utah Antifa BLM punk that daddy just never took fishing, I guess. Why was it okay for them to put him on air after what happened at the Capitol on January 6th? Why were they giving this alleged instigator and radical leftist chaos merchant attention? Should we chit-chat all day long on Twitter like some of these idiots about how CNN went after a teenager named Nick Sandman for the sin of smiling and had to settle big time over the betrayal of the incident? Obviously, it's CNN that tells continuous lies. If they're claiming that people should be taken off the air for lies, they may need to check themselves. By their standards, they should have been taking themselves off the air long ago. But notice the supreme lack of self-awareness. But they are the ones telling the unvarnished truth, so they say. Well, forget about the Russia collusion thing that they lied about for four plus years and the boatload of other lies they've used to divide this country. Lies for which they have never taken any whatsoever any responsibility for. The left-wing media is fond of terming the right wing as fascist. But it isn't the right-wing media calling to shut down the opposition. It's them. It's their projection of what they themselves are right now pushing. They see nothing wrong with that. Well, one thing you can look forward to if you fly much 
is I hear their contract with airports wasn't renewed, so you likely won't be forced to watch their smut while you're waiting. Well, that is if the leftist corporate airlines haven't put you on a no-fly list yet.